That's what I'm on right now. You on some Wu-Tang? I'm on Ooh. some ODB. ODB. Chuck, you saw me at the gym this morning with my yeah, ODB man. t-shirt on, man. I'm on, I've been on some ODB shit all day. like So I don't know what just it's my vibe for today. Shimmy, that's, shimmy, yeah. That's that's not a bad vibe to be on, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, not a bad vibe. Now this week here, we sound crazy. Fillionaire in the building. Claude Kelly in the building. Chuck Harmony in the building. And Simone Bacon in the building. And we got a special guest in the building. We do. From the shy. From the shy. Chi-Town, not the show to shy, nigga. Just, <laughs> nah. Chicago. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> Sir the Baptist is in the building. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. Yeah. Happy to have you, man. Man, yeah, thank man. you for having me, man. Of this course. place is beautiful. Thank you, man. Thank you. you Welcome to the thing, workshop. Man. Yeah. Welcome to the workshop. Sir the Baptist. Now, I want you to know we about to just uh, have some fun, talk let's about some music. It. Talk, about, talk some about some music. Yeah, you know it. what I mean? Whatever, whatever happens, whatever goes, goes. Let's go. Yes, sir. Say she gonna lose me She pray the angels out on duty Preacher can't even rebuke me No, no, no Born a sinner and I'm bound to sin again tonight You gonna have to forgive me, yeah I'ma raise hell until I reach heaven's door You gonna have to forgive me, yeah I'ma raise hell until I reach heaven's door Sir. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. So, d- September, as you know, or maybe you don't know. I don't. It's Gospel Heritage Month. <laughs> why? September. Or just why? I'm going to have to research that. But, <laughs> 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 but I know it's kind of like, you know, Black History Month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, gotcha, like, gotcha, we gotcha. know the origin of Black History. Maybe you do. It, it got to no. be one month. So, yeah, well, why not September? September? Okay. Who picked se- September? Who picked it? We're going to find out shortly. But it is September, which is Gospel Heritage Month. So, sir, clearly you don't know about Gospel Heritage Month. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. He said, no. No, I don't. Simone, what about you? You know about... You know, I actually do know about Gospel Heritage Month. Well, school us. A music aficionado. Well, I, don't, I don't know why it was created, but, you know, I've sang in choirs and, you know, I've gone to Gospel Heritage several so, times. So, okay. So, so fill us in, man. Okay. Right. So apparently Gospel Music Heritage Month was spearheaded and pioneered by Alvin V. Williams mm. in 2007. Gospel Music Heritage Month in the United States was established in 2008, June to be exact, by dual legislation passed by the House of Representatives and the Senate designated September as Gospel Music Heritage Month. So, 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 so it's government approved too. Yeah. That's awesome. Wow. It was conceived by Charles Humbard, CEO of UpTV. Interesting. And entertainment executive. Oh, I know Alvin. Alvin Williams. I didn't realize it was that Alvin. Okay, cool. So, okay, so what does that mean then in terms of how we celebrate? Well, we just, we should celebrate gospel do we year have, round. Do we have shots? <laughs> right. 
Okay. <laughs> you, can, you can get a, a honey-made cracker. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. So no shots for gospel. Yeah, you know, this will be okay, a honey-made well. cracker for this uh, our own communion. Yeah. Wow. Honey-made. Our, our, our sugary communion. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> right. I like it. Shots for Jesus. Shots for Jesus? No, dropping it low for Jesus. We go, we can <laughs> No dropping low, but you can take shots for Jesus. Shots of water. Shots, shots of, of wine. 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 Water shots of wine for Jesus. Now, now you know what happened last time you we played with that. <laughs> so, sir, a couple episodes ago, we had Cortland Finnegan in the building, former NFL player, and okay. we played the drop it low for Jesus song. Oh. And the power went out. Whoa. And didn't come back on. Wow. <laughs> we had to reconvene uh, like a week oh, or two later yeah. to wow. do it. Yeah. So Phil Phil and Chuck say the song is banned. But wow. I didn't sing it. I said I said shots of wine for Jesus. Wow. It was an interpolation. Because he turned water into wine. Intense. You see? It, it was it was um my favorite miracle and the first one. What? Oh, yeah, it's the first one. Come on, preach, Philionaire. I don't want to give y'all. I mean, this do, gospel do heritage know? month. I'm trying, to, here's trying what, to school y'all. Here's I why I think, I mean, so scholars say that Jesus um, was, his mom was throwing a party for John and they were running out of money and she threw this party for the wedding. So it's technically a wedding and they're having, and, and Jesus' mom is responsible for catering and all of that sort of stuff. So she's like the maid of honor. So her her son, um, she goes to her son and says, hey, listen, I'm going to look bad to all the neighborhood if if we don't do something about this. Do that thing you know how to do and turn water into wine. That's the story? Yes. Yeah, he saved the, uh, the bank account. Yeah, it's an economic story more than anything. <laughs> so Jesus is like, let me save the party. Hold on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, make, and save, I did save not our, know, our time never reputation. Yeah. I, never, I did not know that. Yeah. Shout out Jesus. We sound crazy. I remember my sister Mary would get beat by her husband who was the deacon in the church. And the whole church knew, but no one would say anything. But I remember so clearly she was in the kitchen washing dishes and she would encourage herself quietly because she didn't want to start anything. She'd say, Love. Deliver me uh-huh. Cause all he seems to do is Hurt me If you know someone dealing with this Pull out your phone and text him I love you Hurt me Even if you got the song on repeat When he would leave the house she would say Lord Deliver me That is Deliver Me, featuring, Lord. featuring our guest this week, Sir the Baptist, uh, was his song featuring Brandy. I yeah. call him Moesha. So. Now, Brandy's singing her tail off. Yeah. She's singing her tail off. That Timon, song's so, so, song crazy, sir. You got to know, sir, Thank Timon you, is a huge Brandy lover over here. Timon. Nice, nice. That's yeah. great. That's, yeah. good. That's good. That's good. But, but no, but respect, respect given where it's due. Yeah, like, absolutely. Just the singer of all. That's crazy. Nice. I got to chill. Deliver yeah. Me. What do you remember about that song, sir? Yes, share. Um, I was dating a girl. This is kind of maybe too too honest, but I was dating a girl. Her name was um, I'm not gonna say her name. But <laughs> I thought I, everything was on the table. 
Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, I just want to put, you know, just in case, you know, I don't know. But um, yeah, I was messing around with this girl and um, she was also talking to Jonathan McReynolds at the time. Oh. So, yeah. So I was like, Dang. the song was like, I'm sorry, I'm not that Christian guy. Wow. Wow. Whole wow. Song. I mean, he put it all on the table for you, Phil. Yeah, there you go, Phil. I appreciate that. I didn't. Expect that answer, but yeah, 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 no, she's beautiful, chocolate, beautiful, smart, wise girl, and and so shot town beefs, right? Right? No, 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 no beef, no beef. You can't beef with Jonathan McCombs. So we love Jonathan. So Brandy, y'all, y'all were recording around that time, did music together. You know, just how did that collaboration come about? Um, it was through it was through publishing. Yeah. Mm. I got good publishing friends and they were just like, you know, you got a lot of records, what you gonna do with it? I was looking for like Aretha and all of them, but every time I went to them, they were like, you're signed to Atlantic. Absolutely not. (laughs) (laughs) So even uh, Smokey Robinson was like, no to the face based on the label I was with. Damn. Crazy. I wanna talk more about Brandy. (laughs) <laughs> I want to talk more about Brandy. You got, you so, got, you know. so she's got new music with Daniel right. Caesar. Have you heard okay. it? No, I haven't. I, not because I'm not a fan, but because I don't listen to anybody's music. Oh. Yeah. Really? Yeah, I don't listen to anyone's music. Well, we're going to listen to some music today. <laughs> <laughs> this course. is what we do at the We Sound I, Crazy I, Podcast. I'm okay with that. I'm okay so, with so, that. Maybe so we'll play. I live my life in silence more, more, more than anything. I was about to say... What what's the what's the reasoning behind not listening to? Because I don't really listen to much music myself, so I wanted to know your reasoning. Um, programming, mm. and then I have a I have a memory that if I listen to somebody's music, I'll go later, mm. and I can, I'll pull that. Yeah, and I just don't want to. Mm-hmm. So wait, how long has that been your your thing not to listen to other? Like, at what point mm. in your life did you say, you know what, I'm Blocking all of this. Well, I was shit. my dad was born 1924, mm-hmm. so most of my influences is that of that time. And Got it. My dad thought secular music was the devil. Mm. You know what I mean. So he was a preacher as well. So can you name maybe a song, album, or artist that, or was it someone from your family that just made you want to go into music? And because I always consider your music like this huge melting pot. And you right. just never know what you're gonna get, which I think is so dope. And I've always wanted, like, where does he, like, where did, where did he get his ideas from? Like, how does, where did that materialize? Um, family around me, yeah, church, okay. a lot of church. Like, um, Isaac Hayes came in my dad's church and took my brother off of organ and was like, let's go. Yeah. Mm. Um, I grew up around a lot of musicians, like yeah. a lot of musicians, um, and then just studied. Yeah. In the beginning, you know, I would study music and I would listen to it maybe, I don't, I don't know, um, 100,000, more than that times. Mm-hmm. Like literally, I listened to one song for maybe like five years straight. Mm. And I would just dissect it. Crazy! So that's Donald Lawrence and the Tri-City Singers uh, 
Deliver Me, featuring Leandria Johnson, created, co-created by our very own guest of this week, Sir the Baptist. Yeah. So, sir, I got to ask you, this might be awkward, but whose version, do you have a preference on the vocal, like Leandria or Bran, or, which, or is it, they're both babies to you. Do you have a favorite? Who really nailed it, in your opinion? You know what? It's two different crowds. It was meant for the same market, but it's two different crowds. So when I write music, I write it to a specific people. Um, I wrote that to my peers. So to me, Deliver Me sounds like my peers. The one with Brandy sounds like my peers. The one with Leandria sounds like my family. Mm. So yeah. it's it's like it's a little different. It's like sometimes you go hang with the the friends and you're different with the family. You know what I mean? So mm, it it true. matters differently. Very true. Yeah. yeah. Yo, he literally just specifically broke down. Yeah. yeah. Between Leandria and Brandy's voices. Because yeah, like, I if you, I was gonna ask. I was thinking to myself when I was playing, which one do I like better? And it's such a fair fight because they're both so amazing vocally. But it literally is that one feels like it's. Your friends and one feels like it's your family. Yeah, yeah. And it's funny. All three of y'all work, work with both. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's great. Wow. Yeah. I just had to ask. Congrats, number one Thanks, song man. stream. Congratulations. Well, that's you. That's you. That's you. I don't know that whoever the label is over there. They're doing an amazing job. <laughs> but, yeah. Wait, hold on. So, so let me ask a question then. Since you're the label, so what was the situation that made it from Brandy to Leandria? Donald. 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 Yeah. D. Lawrence. Yeah. I I I wrote the song with Brandy. You know, and th- you know, and then I was just like, "Yo, I want the song to go away." People said that um, I was using a situation, so mm-hmm. I just want the song to go away because mm-hmm. my creativity is bigger than just one song. Amen right? to that. My yeah. career is bigger than just rumors. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I was like, "Yo, I'm." Per- I took the label told me like, "Let's do a music video. We'll pay for it." Everybody was up for it. I was like, "No." I wanted to die. Mm. Wow. So Donald picked it up and he changed the perspective of it to fit the person that I was being in that moment. Mm. So mm. every like my version was to the girl, you know, that's in Chicago saying like, yo, listen, I'm not this guy. I'm not perfect. Like, forgive me. I, I, we could rock with each other, but I'm not perfect. His was like, for me, mm-hmm. even in your perfections, you good, like be delivered, be be free. Mm. You know wow. what I mean. So it it was mine's was for her. His was like a gift to him, a bro. So mm. crazy. Donna was Donna Lawrence was how I discovered your music. Wow. What what was that connection? How did that start? Um, I just couldn't find anybody else. Like in Chicago, we got a lot of like screaming and stuff, and mm. it gets like gospel gets weird really fast. Mm-hmm. And Donald has a way of um intellectually, um arranging vocals that mm-hmm. sounds as timeless as the Supremes and still yes. yep. Aretha, you know, uh, Whitney's mom in the background, you know. Mm-hmm. Donald is, is the very best. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely.
with him. Moses or Malcolm, could you free these men? Too weak to carry the load, they need these men. Keep them in bondage, Lincoln say, oh no. Lord, tell Pharaoh to let them boys go. Yo, what I love about your music, and Donald does the same thing too, is that my issue with gospel music is that it's so repetitive. Yeah. Mm. Even though it's a very large, very detailed book, mm-hmm. we just lean on the same quotes, yeah. stories, yeah. Uh, sometimes folklores. I mean, and I understand tradition. I relate to Donald because I'm always looking for the intellectual musicality yeah. of it. Yeah. And I'm also looking to be taught something that I don't already know. Yeah. So... When I hear everything that I've heard, just I've heard this stuff before, but listening really, really carefully as I sit across from you, I love the chances that are being taken about how to apply yeah. mm. this, all these Bible stories that we know, all all this text. It's not Absolutely. just Joshua fit the battle of Jericho, and <laughs> right, right, Jehovah <laughs> Jireh, right, 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 like you know yeah. what I'm saying. As a singer, no, the reason why I didn't want to be a common gospel singer. Because I sang in choirs and all stuff too, was that I never felt the freedom to to, to, to talk be about yourself. anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That when I go to church, I literally feel like my voice is closing up on me. Wow. wow. Yeah. And I, I I sing around y'all all the time. Mm-hmm. I just do crazy things and scream and everything. I'll be in church like, Amazing. <laughs> yeah. Because there's nowhere for you to be yourself in it. Right. That's not how I hear and and, and breathe music or spirituality. Yeah. So what I get from the music that I'm hearing now is just the honesty and the boldness to yeah. try and tell stories outside of the typical. Yeah. yeah. So bold, that's bold, refreshing. Bold is definitely the thing, you know. Like the record I heard of you guys today was freaking amazing. Thank right? you, man. Like amazing. Thank you. Um, We're talking about Don't You Forget. Louis yeah. Short's new single. Absolutely. Yeah. Out now. Yeah. <laughs> Out. Right now. Right yeah. now. Like, right, right, right what now. I, what I want, what I really want and what I'm aiming for um and what I'm predicting as the future of gospel is that one, it would not just be one faith that mm. we're going to open it up to more faiths, right? I love that. That's one. Two, more honest, more real. Mm. Um, and I think it's the perfect time for artists to jump in on a conversation and say, okay, listen, it only takes like 4,000 sales to, to, to do this. Why won't we go number one in gospel and change the culture for a second? Mm. Right. And then at that point, you're bullying the guy who bullied you in church. You know, like for growing up, like we were always bullied in church. That's just mm-hmm. what it is. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like go back home and show them what it looks like to, to enrich your soul. Because mm-hmm. you're talking about people also that are like uh, some need new levels of education yeah. as far as the Bible. Like my mom studied the Bible a long time, you know. Yeah. My dad was born 1924, had the Bible for a long time. Yeah. You know, but this is the same Bible that Nat Turner was trying to teach us a different perspective on. Mm-hmm. So, you know, right. we got to dig deep, go into our pockets, go economically sound and, and, and go into this industry and change what's been bullying us because as African-Americans, we're led by our spirituality. Mm-hmm. So if you're led by your spirit, then the, whoever's in control of your spirit is the is the one that's like really taking advantage. Mm, so so in order true. to in order to win that back, like in order to get black people where they need to go, it's always been in the church. Martin Luther King, church, pastor, mm. preacher. Mm-hmm. Uh Malcolm X, same church. thing, just on Muslim side. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So you you have like where the leaders, the preachers was actually responsible for the economic change. Mm. Right now they're not which is why this would be a good time for artists to jump in and change the culture. We sound crazy. Yeah, you touched on earlier 
um, about how you people need to keep it real in gospel. And I've always felt that for a long time, the vulnerabil- vulnerability in gospel right. went away. Yeah. Everybody yeah. was so pretentious yeah. and very cocky. Hiding behind a guitar. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that's did why. You, did you say what now? Hiding behind a guitar. And, and 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 Jesus fingers. The Jesus finger is this one right here. Like yeah. y'all know it. Yeah. Uh huh. Oh. Wow. All of that. I I just wanted it because you said it yeah. just glossed over it. I'm like that's. I'm see, I, I see. I I agree, but I also think that on top of that, gospel mirrored the same thing that happened to R and B. Yeah. There was this phase maybe 10, 12 years ago yeah. where everyone thought it was really really smart financially mm-hmm. to abandon R and B for EDM for dance music and that, that translates for gospel in gospel is from gospel to CCM. CCM. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I love me some Hillsong. Yeah. But Hillsong is one chapter, one piece of the puzzle. Right. Absolutely. And so everyone wants to just be like in jeans and sneakers and a cutoff t-shirt and an electric guitar and on a, in a stadium doing, you know, worship music, but that's not all we're called yeah. to do. Yeah. And we just abandon a lot of the, the culture, because gospel, gospel yep. came from Negro spirituals. Yes, right. You know what I mean. So we're losing the culture. We're losing history. We're they, losing. They want that hill song. Yeah, money though. Yeah, yeah. but that's, I said it was a financial for financial reasons. The same thing. R and B. R and B was like, oh cool, y'all don't want to pay us as much. Well, we can go rock with Skrillex, and we can try and become. You know what I'm saying? Go rock with Diplo, and that, and and it's I'm not. Now, I'm being very careful because I'm also the same person that believes that black people should be able to do whatever they want to do. Absolutely. Mm. But, but that doesn't mean, <laughs> not at the cost of abandoning... Your, your inheritance. Yeah. Because this is our inheritance. You know what I mean? We, yeah. we need to hold on to it as much as possible. I think one of, one of the other things that could be different is holding responsible the, the, the heads of gospel, the, the, the big artists. The, like, you know, hip-hop is still going strong. Mm. And Jay-Z's a billionaire. Right. So somebody who was like the the face of it, you know, singers and like, I I talk to Donald all the time. Like, yo, what are we doing to invest into the culture? Mm. Because the reason why no one wants to go gospel is because there's no money in it. It's not that their soul isn't there. You know what I mean? And they can't say what they want to say. But if they could say what they want to say, if they had the money for it. Yeah. So it's just it's, it's an true. economic problem, yeah. but it's it's it won't change until somebody like take all their cake, like I've been doing. I've been taking every dime I have and putting it into infrastructure. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's it. I don't. I don't like songs are just to win 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 ears. The infrastructure is behind it. Like mm-hmm. I, I'm talking businesses. I'm talking streaming. I'm talking you know changing CDs. I'm talking about educating. I'm talking about putting apps in hands, you know, like mm-hmm. this, this all has to change. Yeah. I hope every artist listening to We Sound Crazy hears what he just said. That's powerful. Yeah. Because because everyone thinks that the song is the end all be all. Yeah, nah. And this song should be the, the bait to the revolution you're starting. Yeah. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. It should be about whatever programs you have, whatever charities you're involved with, whatever charities you're starting. Wow. Yeah. Whatever, you know, whatever alliances you have, be it, big corporations or mom and pop shops or things you started yourself, when they come, they should, when the song says come to me, there should be something from the come to besides right. just the song. <laughs> Some information. Mm-hmm. And it could be anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm, not, I'm not judging what your, what your platform is, but there has to be some some food there. Yeah, yeah. Crazy! <laughs> <laughs> Sock it to me. Yeah. <laughs>
was looking for affection, so I decided to go swing it in my direction. I'll be out of control. Shout out to Missy Elliott. Missy. Yeah. Missy was awarded the uh, VMA Vanguard Video Music Award, like some icon yes. level legend type stuff yeah. a few weeks ago at MTV. So shout out to Missy. Have y'all heard her new EP? Yes. What do you think? I what saw the think? video. I didn't the video that. is amazing. It's crazy. It's a Missy video. She does it. Yeah. Um, if I can be respectfully honest. Oh, Lord. Oh, okay. I wanted more from the EP. I, I, I just, I don't know what I was expecting. But I've walked away after listening to the five songs. I walked away feeling like I didn't feel like I listened to like a Missy album. Like I felt when I heard Super Duper Fly or The Real World or mm. even The Cookbook. Like I just didn't get that when I left this. So have you um, heard it? Yeah, yeah. Have you heard it, sir? Uh, well, you don't listen to music, so you haven't heard it. Nah, I haven't heard it. <laughs> I mean, I kind of glanced at a music video of somebody like jumping rope with her hair or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I think it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be super. I mean, is it with Atlantic still? Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, then, then I got a different perspective when I go in and listen to it because if you're seeing an EP from um, Missy Elliott, you gotta go and think about what is the minds behind this thinking. Mm. Why? Why six songs and why six songs? You said five, 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 five. five, five four five? songs and one song is an acapella. So they did a remix, an acapella mix of "Why I Still Love You." Yeah. So then I asked the question behind it, like who's who's behind it? Why did it happen like that? Mm-hmm. Why does a fan feel unfulfilled like you you felt? And why, you know, that that's that's fishy. Show you how I do it, do it, show you how it's done. Don't look for another missy, cause there be no another one. Watch me, do it back, watch me, do it back. So that's throw it back. We sound crazy. So since we're talking about the role of church and spirituality in pop culture, how do you feel about Kanye's Sunday service? I'm okay with Kanye's Sunday service if he doesn't run for office. If Kanye runs for office, he's trying to pull uh, um, Medici. um, uh, When he said, who's going to be the Medici family and stand up on on Sway? Mm. Um, It's using uh, religious space to to move politics. Mm. So as long as he doesn't run for any office, which he still has the goal to run for office, I don't like it because it's his way of exploiting black people through their Mm. soul, through their spirit. So if he's going to stay on his own, that's fine. I'm cool with that. I want him to do as much church as possible. That was my initial feeling too. Yeah, but that's, that's, that's straight. That's, that's, like, but yo, then, but then, the, every time a politician want to be great or want to be elected, they go to churches. Church. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was one at my church on Sunday. <laughs> See, that's what I'm, no, but that's what I'm saying. My initial when, I, when it first started getting popular, my my initial thing was because he had been, he's always in the news for something and doing crazy things, and yeah. he said many crazy things right before he started doing it. I was like, all right, this is his way to get back in the good graces of black people. Mm. Probably after meeting with the president and all that kind of stuff. Right. So that was I was kind of like I side. I, I didn't have even, too. I didn't even have a problem with him meeting with the president because when he got there, he was like talking some like futuristic black stuff, right? Now, I, I understood why people in general would take it the wrong but, way. But I, t- I, I get it exactly. Yeah. However, I also get why he's doing it based on a democratic uh, view. He's got beef with the Democrats and he's always had it. So it's not about Trump. This is about proving that he can win offside the Democrats because they bully people. Mm. 
Interesting. So that's, you know, Jay went with, Beyonce went mm-hmm. with, and then they like, well, you're going to do this because everybody else is doing it. He's like, no, I'm going to vote for Trump because I'm getting bullied by these Democrats to tell me that we're going to make you look like you sold out black people and this is this is not. So I think what he's doing is courageous. I see what's going on, but I pray for his spirit. We sound crazy. I'm going to praise him. I like the EQ. I like the fact that she's like chilling. The blessings come down. I would have put some choirs there. The blessings come down. It seems like blessings keep falling in my lap. It seems like blessings keep falling in my lap. I don't make songs for free. I make them for freedom. Chance the Rapper. Yeah. Blessings featuring who's that? Jamila Woods. That's another Chi-Town guy. Yeah. 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 He sounds Chi-Town too. That's mm. how Chicago sounds. Would you collaborate with Chance? Or have you collaborated? I have. I did. I did on Surf with King Louie. And- who's someone that you haven't collaborated with that you love to collaborate with? All old people. And most of them are dying, so I'm getting pissed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel you. I feel you. I feel yeah. you. Yeah. Give me a couple. Um... I desperately wanted to read them. I want, I want to, I mean, I also have a lot, like I've gone and gotten all my, the people my peers looked up to. So like, I got songs for like Music Soul Child and stuff like that. But like, soulful people, that's that's easy. But the part I want is the original sound. So like Diana mm. Ross, mm-hmm. uh, Stevie Wonder. Um, like I want to do an album that is out of their lane, but as long as the piano and the lyrics and the melody and stay right. in their lane, I want to throw crazy trap drums underneath them. Wait, hold on. You just gave me a... Diana Ross. Yeah. She hasn't really done anything That's with any... Not hip-hop, not anybody ever, yeah. right? That's what I'm saying. Samples, for sure. Yeah. But I'm saying, like, like she's kind of like how Sade just never does yeah. do yeah. anything. Sade, yeah. Diana Ross has never done anything with anyone? I just don't want to miss out. That would be... <laughs> no, but I'm saying that'd be bonkers. Whoever gets Diana Ross first gets the Esther Roll Award for life. <laughs> Gee, for real. Yeah. That'd be a cold feature for y'all. <laughs> y'all would hear that. Yeah, man. Oh. Most churchy people I know don't like Diana Ross because they don't think she can sing, sing. Yeah. They prefer Aretha, of course, and Patty. I love Aretha. I love Patty. I love, but, but Diana but Ross, Diana man, y'all yeah. are tripping. Diana Ross got jammed. Now, man. I can't Super I can't jams. completely, I just personally, from where I come from, I can't, like, I like Patty too, but I just can't, I can't, like, if I had, if I had to, in, in the hood, you got to make a choice. <laughs> you got to make a choice. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, you in the barbershop, you got to make you a choice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you pick Patty, they probably going to put you out. You yeah. know what I mean? Because yeah, yeah, yeah. right. everybody's so in love with Aretha. Yeah, so, that's yeah. right. I, I would choose Aretha, too. Yeah. Over Patty. Yeah. It sounds like we just, we just backdoored into a keeper kill, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Phil, would you, Patty or Aretha, keeper kill? Yeah, I, now I can't do that. Oh, you have to. Just, 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 we in the barbershop. Well, maybe change, maybe change <laughs> yeah. it from yeah. keep or kill because yeah. that's kind of too 
Um, that's a game. The, that's, that's a game we play. But, and but it's, Phil, on the, it's on the nose. Did I actually started. It's on the oh, nose. It actually is my game. Oh, oh. I, this is you know I'm on, I'm in the middle of gospel heritage month. So I'm kind of <laughs> I guess I would say the one and only Queen. Yeah, let's go. Yeah, yeah Queen. Queen Reba. Oh, my favorite song, y'all. My kids sing this. Take the doors off the Jeep, the top off the Jeep, and just. I'm going to say Kiara Shear could be the next Aretha Franklin. Oh. Whoa. Wow. Those are big, that, those I, are big words. I got, I got money on it. Mm. Sir the Baptist said Kiara Sheard could be the next Aretha Franklin. Absolutely. Mm. Why Just, do you say that? Yeah. She, she's got the Detroit and her flexibility, her brightness. When she yeah. goes up, it's still pop, but it's still soul and it's still gospel. She could do it live. She got the, with she no got, problem. She's got the got royal the, training too. She's got the royal training. That that's second generation, right? Mm-hmm. So like Aretha, you get Aretha. Aretha come from CL Franklin. CL yeah. Franklin, yeah, the yeah. best preacher. Period. Because yeah. he was singing. He was preaching on key. <laughs> right, right. Those, yeah, right, riff, right. those riffs were crazy. Yeah, yeah. Yep. But Kiara shit. Next he, Aretha Franklin. He just made a good a good case. It's time to cross over. Here we go. Today I folded my hands. Shed a few tears and thank God for you. See, I tried giving love in the past, but I guess he was saving. That's for that. Oh, God, you're showing off. I could could put money on it. I'm telling you. Yeah. Yeah. Like seriously, but she has to win at home. She can't go R&B. If she wins at home, it's like, it's like Aretha winning at home and never having to leave. Cause I mean, you always end up at a church at the end, right? In a casket, in a casket, you're still in the church. So why not keep your legacy there the whole time, but blow home up? I think she, if if the right infrastructure, the that. money, the time, the I can effort, see it. I can see that you could definitely do it. I can see it about where Kiara is right now. Yeah, is about where Aretha when she went to her Atlantic years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Like, there was the gospel. She she was gospel. That was a different did, Atlantic like, girl. That was a, a different, different Atlantic. Atlantic. That was oh, Amit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that that was that was that was the Atlantic that built the yeah. music industry yeah. we yeah. know today. Yeah, yeah. yeah. crazy. <laughs> And I love Kiki Sheard, man. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. I love Kiki since she sang on Finally Karen. Yeah. Young, young Kiki. Safest place, Kiki. Safest place. You know what? <laughs> Play that safest place, man. Let's take it back to the to, to the to the beginning of Kiki Sheard. Right, you feel right, what I'm right, saying? Right, right, right. She's gonna mess around and get the Astro Roller work. <laughs> <laughs>
For y'all that don't know, that is Karen Clark Shears' classic. Yes. I want to say classic. If you don't know about this, don't listen to this podcast again. Please don't. Go to Spotify. Leave us alone. Yeah, leave us alone. Go to one of these DSPs and- Listen to Finally Karen. Finally Karen. From beginning to end. Absolutely. Unconditionally mad love is my shit. Whoa. Can we- Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, didn't, I, I was like, do I have to? Okay. But that, yeah, nah, nah. So that was Donald Lawrence and Stanley Brown, pretty much, yeah. and Jay Moss. Yeah. And Jay Moss. Pretty much, you know, created that. That, that album is perfection. It yeah. is. Yeah. It's perfection. I can't believe that record came out in '97. Crazy. I got a, I got a weird quick quick question. Yeah. What happened to Dawkins and Dawkins? Huh. Well, yeah. Eric Dawkins is a crazy songwriter. Yeah, but Dawkins and Dawkins was Yo, smack. Was that Yo, need, to was know, need, need to know, need to know, need to know? Gotta know, gotta know. Yeah. Yeah, man. I love this yeah, song, dude. Bro. We went backwards from there. Right. I don't know. Like, yo, we need were almost know, there. Whatever they did that business-wise or infrastructure-wise wasn't set up right, I got to figure it out. Because mm. that's that's pretty much, that, we shouldn't be where we are in gospel if we had that at that time. Wow. You know what I mean? Because you look at Dawkins and Dawkins and Karen Clark Shish. Karen was with what, Island Black Music, Hiram Hicks, mm-hmm. that team over there. What happened? Because there were there was an era where it was common to get a platinum plaque. Yeah, it was, it was, it was an era when gospel was a priority within the entire yeah. mainstream. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? But to Sir's point, question like, what happened? What changed? Is it the infrastructure within the labels? Is it the infrastructure? Is it just people's interest went elsewhere? Like, but when I think about it, it was think about it, you had your Kirk Franklin, Yolanda Adams, Mary Mary came along. Uh, Smokey Norfolk was in the mix. Donnie McClurk, you know, it was a lot of Fred Hammond. What um, honestly happened, yo? It's like and CC. Like we were almost there. I think it has to do with I don't know, but it it just looks like. Remember what Detroit looked like for a minute when it was just like this is like everybody had left Detroit or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, like that, that's how gospel looks right now. And in order to change that, I think, man, I wish they had a spent. I wish they had a. I wish Kirk had gotten into merchandise. I wish he had gotten into like innovation, because I think some of it it has it's not it's not the lack of talent because they still got it. The, the problem best, it's is the best singers like, in the world. Yeah, the yeah. best singers in the world. Period. Yeah. Period. Period. Yeah. So it's like yeah. In order for me to really wrap my brain around what happened, it has to be business wise. There were there weren't good investments in the culture. Mm-hmm. That was like show up and be the culture, be character. You know what I mean? But not necessarily set foundational things that can keep us getting closer to... I mean, because you said it was like a black gospel label, right? Yeah, that was actually Island Island Black Music, which is a division of Polygram at the time. 
spearheaded by Hiram Hicks, who's the head of Black Music. They had Drew Hill signed mm-hmm. to the label. It was Kelly Price. Jeez. So, and Karen Clark Sheard was the one gospel project at that time. I think they may have signed something with T.D. Jakes at one point. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, but Karen, that, you know, that was a successful record. That was Damn. Grammy nominated. Yeah. That's infrastructure. That's, that's a, it's a business problem. But even the way they marketed, it didn't feel just limited to the one. No, yeah. no. When, when you think about even, uh, I spoke with Sharon Hayward. Shout out to Sharon Hayward. She used to be the president of Perspective Records, mm-hmm. which is Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis is their record label. Mm-hmm. And it had Mint Condition and Low Key and, you know, and then obviously Sounds of Blackness. blackness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so she it's said so when they rolled out Optimistic, she said it was all formats. Wow. We were sending it to gospel, Urban Maine, Urban AC, like just, it went wide. It was like, we want everybody to get it. Mm-hmm. And they put that a and muscle behind it. And right. man, you got that. Yeah, because as a, as a kid, I didn't feel like Optimistic was like a gospel record. Like I felt like it was just, it was played on R&B radio probably like every five minutes. And I just felt like, you know what, this is. The same thing with BB and CC back in the day. It yeah, just, it I, 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 I yeah. didn't know what that was. Like, I didn't know that was a gospel record. I thought they were husband and wife. Me too. I did too. I really did. Crazy. So, sir, let me ask you, who would you put on your um, Mount Rushmore of gospel? We've done this in a previous episode. Curious to get your opinion. <sighs> okay. I would not put Kurt Franklin. <laughs> he started with who he wouldn't put up there. <laughs> Well, okay. <laughs> you don't have to explain your list. I mean, I am just, you know, but that you started with who I love it. Want. I love yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah, just to make sure. Um I got to I got to put an originator, so I'm going to put Thomas Dorsey. Mm. Um Bronzeville. I'm from Bronzeville. He he was doing kind of what I'm trying to do. Um in those times, taking secular gospel music to churches, and they were like kicking him out, taking his sheet music and all of that. Mm-hmm. So he's got to go in there because he paved the way. I would definitely put Donald Lawrence. Mm. Absolutely. Um, here's why: because a, a perfect blend of where Thomas Dorsey is and where we're headed is Donald Lawrence. He sits right in the mid- middle of the of the culture. Mm. He actually he does like. He does so much for the psyche of of, of gospel that um, you can't get from any other artist. So he's like even, and I'm sorry, I got to explain my list because I, I can't just say the name, right? The album 432, we were talking about 432 hertz while making the album. So we're talking about healing frequencies and taking it back yeah, to yeah, David's yeah. harp. This mm-hmm. ain't stomp, you know what I mean? This is like some like, some like intellectual stuff that you can really grasp from it. You name in Goshen. Goshen is in Africa. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. You're talking about Egypt and all of this sort of stuff. That's where it really is. Other mm-hmm. guys would tell you it's in Jerusalem. So like that's why Donald Lawrence, culturally, he he's done what Martin Luther King did for black people, for gospel music. Mm. That's awesome. Wow. That's so. That's too right. Yeah. I'm gonna put Phil. Oh, what? yeah. Here's why. Here's why. Here's why. And the Irby and your Mount Rushmore. <laughs> I, here, here's why I'm putting you there, right? Because I feel like, I feel like you're the, you're the businessman of gospel, in a sense of where you will probably you should be appreciated on a Mount Rushmore. You're like um, the Bill Gates. Wow, I yeah. like it. You know, you know yeah. what this means is you're more of the like um, algorithm itself, mm. the program. 
So like you really get the network, you get how to move things, you're the program. And then obviously, because I'm from Chicago, I'm going to put myself last. As you should. <laughs> yeah. As you hey, should. Hey, yeah. hey, my worst more neighbor, man. <laughs> <laughs> right, 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 right. Phil is an algorithm, y'all. Right, right, right. Phil, right. That was, Phil you're an yeah. algorithm. No, nah, you definitely That's get nice. the algorithm. You, 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 you got it. That's dope. That's dope, man. You just been getting award after award. I after know you're greedy. Yeah. It's, that, that means a lot. Crazy. This is for the ones that ride, right? In the Lambo, we the grays, right? That's the way for. Remember when we had to pray for it, wait for it? Now everything we got, we prayed for and paid for. Uh, I can make it sound super common, but nothing we go through is really common. Comments like we too conscious. conscious. We need to stay prayed up with all this nonsense. Nonsense. Oh, God, I love that. Sir the Baptist, our guest this weekend, our sister, the friend to the show, Lettuces on Led. that. It's yeah. called I Still Love You. Man. I love it. Uh, Sir, how did that come about? That collaboration, you and Lettuce. And about y'all, another artist that y'all have all worked mm-hmm. with, Lettuce. Yeah, Lettuce. yeah, yeah. Yo, Lettuce is amazing, yo. Um, I'm, I, um, I met her through Rex Rideout. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Rex. What's up, Rex? Yeah, yeah. So Rex owed me a favor for something that we had a little bump in and, you know, and we had a conversation. He apologized and we moved forward. And I was like, all right, Lex, Rex, I need, I need somebody dope and I won't let it see. And I won't let it see for real. Like, like when I go after vocals, I go after like vocalist mm-hmm. and I know what she's going to do so I'm like bro you just got to tell the people that I, I want to do a record but I'll just, just tell her to just check the email and she was liking it and but it, how did you get Andrew Caldwell like that's, that's <laughs> a, I, 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 so so we had this conversation I sit down with my brother my brother um, basically like A&R is like my, my records because he tells me like this person because of this and this 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 and that but um, I I I wanted I wanted Andrew Caldwell on it, man. Like he's 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 the first one to go viral in in uh, the church 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 for real with that you know I ain't gay no more. He delivered. Delivered, he yeah, delivered. <laughs> yeah. So that and then I think um, yeah, it, it was just it was just a dope thing. He gave us some trouble, you know. It was like one day we called and was just like, bro, can you do it? And he was just like, no. And then he called back. It was like, okay, I might change my mind. <laughs> like, the, 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 at some point, our culture has to like has to give him a hug. Like we got we got to stop fighting him because some of the stuff he say is true. Like if you listen to everything in that record, it's it's facts. But it's just it's just funny. It has this other piece to it that's just hilarious, and people need to see, watch it. See, Sir likes to cause trouble, and I like it. <laughs> 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 He likes to piss them off for the right reason. Yeah, yeah. And I for, like it. For the right reason, yeah. I like it. Because it's time we have, like, it's time we have a, a, a conversation in that space that's not judgmental. Mm. And neither is it, like, telling you what your life is. Yeah. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, what am I supposed to do? Just be like, yo, you ain't gay no more, but you do stuff that's weird, so I don't want you around me. You know right, what I mean? Right, it's right. like. As brotherhood, you're supposed to be like, yo, what's absolutely. up? Absolutely. That's yeah. real. That's, that's true. very that's love. That's, that's compassion. True. That's yeah. inclusion. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. And yeah. the I compassion and inclusion part is so missing. Yeah, man. But isn't that what the faith is all about? <clears throat> right. No. It's not. Well, it's supposed to be. It's no, supposed that's to be. that's what they don't they they don't treat it like that. You yeah. know what I mean? But that's what it's supposed to be about. Uh-huh. 
Like in, in, in the great words of Lauren Hill, literally, it could all be so simple. Right. <laughs> but we'd rather make it hard. Yes. <laughs> So we started from the bottom, now we're here, girl. Oh, yeah. This is my part right here. That's the Golden Girls gospel remix on YouTube. I think it's got all four million views right now. Are you serious? (laughs) That's hilarious. Oh man! Hey, see, I told you it's 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 a market. It's a market. That's a straight banger, Phil. He nailed them runs too. (laughs) I want want to say that I I, I say hopefully I coin it, but it's going to be we need to give room for a whole genre space for the LGBT community and, and gospel. Mm. And it's about time we respect them mm. because in reality, like they don't have to like chicks to be effective in the community. You know what I mean? Mm. And, and we haven't been honest with that. Um, most of the gospel industry is ran in the business and everything like that. It's a lot of people out here that's LGBT and it's okay. That's yep. cool. That's all right. That's your thing. You know what I mean? Just like my thing, I have my thing. Everybody have their thing. And that's cool, but we got to make some space in, in the culture for that. It's it's almost abusive. It's to the point. It's to the point. I think it's abusive. abusive yeah. yeah, it's abusive now. Like it's it's at that point now where we we got to stop playing. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Wholeheartedly as well. agree. Yeah. Crazy. So, yeah, sir, man. a lot of people don't know that you actually started working at an advertising agency in yeah. Chicago. Yeah, Leo Burnett. I yes. was working with uh, Rodney Jerkins. Really? Wow. Yeah, we was closing McDonald's deals together and uh, Nike and, and um, Gatorade and and Marlboro and all of that sort of stuff for, for a minute. Yeah. We did it for like 10 years. That's we, crazy. We would just flip music on brands and we called it Artists and Brands. It was Rodney Jerkins, Ira and Tellis who made uh, Ba-da-ba-ba-ba and Be Like Mike and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um, so he, him, me, and some other guys were working together, yeah. That's a lot crazy. of musicians don't know that there's a lot of money in jingles. <sighs> a lot of money. Lot of it's money. not, but, but the thing is, it's, it's hard. hard. Yeah. It's hard to yes. land one. But but once that's the thing, uh, you know, I've I've learned is that you go in and you build a relationship with the brand, mm-hmm. and then she they kind of tell the advertisers what they like because mm-hmm. they kind of do. So mm-hmm. they would come into Leo Burnett and they'd be like, "We want something that sounds like this because we like this." Right. And it's just like the the jingle guy is pissed off, and he's like, "Okay, I'm gonna make something like this." super pop star or whatever just and give it to them when in reality if the artist just had a relationship with the brand themselves mm. so i just walk into brands myself and take meetings mm. i just hang out with john zimmer the ceo of lyft and be like yo you still ain't done this gospel project yet you know there's a lot of us yeah. you know all of them taking lifts to church like you want to be a part of the culture you need to come through mm. because we'll show you how to do it but you did a deal with lyft right yeah i did i did i've done like Three or four deals with left now. Are y'all, I hope is everyone listening to this this strategy, mm-hmm. this intelligence. Yeah, no, man. it goes along with the songs in the stage. I'm telling you, crazy. It's called the Esther Roll. 
Award for Black Excellence. Mm-hmm. Esther O. Black Excellence Award, otherwise known as the Irby. And how it started was Timon was playing this, the album. He's a big fan. Okay. During company hours. The Esther Roll album. The Esther Roll album. Mm-hmm. I walked up to you this and gave it. you, hello, would you answer me? What if you said, oh, I'm fine, how are you? What a happening. What a happening. <laughs> what if my mother could say she was free? She had to be high, y'all. Talking- <laughs> Yo, that that's so dope. That, the point is that no one knew it existed. Right? Yeah. So we named the award the Esterol Black Excellence Award, and every week we just each of us nominate someone. It could be anyone. It could be an artist, someone behind the scenes, an actor, a athlete. It doesn't matter. There's someone that you feel doesn't get the opportunity to get awarded, uh, celebrated enough, and then we vote, and someone wins, and they get the Esterol Award. Phil is actually a a winner. Oh, and so is Lewis Short. As are we. Yeah. <laughs> we, we were nominated. We, were, we didn't nominate ourselves. Some yeah. of the guests came on uh, right. actually nominated us. So. Some of the past winners, like, yeah. the, like Tamia. Uh, Layla Hathaway. Layla Hathaway. Who? Yeah. Tweet. Tweet. People that we think Teddy are super Riley. dope. Teddy Riley. People that I think are super dope, but don't necessarily get all the, you know, the TV time and all that stuff. So that's the premise. Phil, how you feeling this week? I got another absentee vote. Yeah. Oh, um, I'm a cast of vote. We saw Jarrell Webb this morning, Chuck. Yeah, at we the did. gym. V. V. The fitness aficionado. Yes. <laughs> he gave me a great, what well, I think a great one, his vote. He said to nominate D'Angelo. Hmm. And I said, you know what? He happens to be from Virginia. Oh, <laughs> Here we go. So I will make sure to deliver this vote to, <laughs> to the team. So. I'm nominating D'Angelo this week for the Esterol Black Excellence Award. Okay. Timon, what would you like to Um, In the honor of his record just dropping recently, um, I'm going to nominate Raphael Sadiq. Mm. Now, how are we going to do that, man? That's, oh. oh, man. Raphael. That's good. That is very good. Jimmy Lee, the new record is out, and it's amazing. It okay. really is. Yeah. That's on my, I'm queued up to listen to it because I'm a, I'm a Raphael fan, so I, I take your word for it, but I'm sure it's amazing. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. All right, so I'm into that. Chuck? I'm going to nominate JoJo from Jodeci. Okay. Mm. That's a... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. First of all, he's doing our damn theme song, so y'all got to put right. some... <laughs> 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 right, right. Good point. But then secondly, we was listening to, to All My Life. That was a that was a hit, man. Yeah. yeah. And he wrote and he he wrote and sang that. That was. I just him. realized it was just him singing on that song. Yeah, right? yeah. Wow. Wow. Shout yeah. out to JoJo. Dang, yeah. I know. No, KC. You can't hear KC not singing on that. No. He, he's not on it at all? Mm-mm. Yeah, even though I I never, I don't hear him on the record, it didn't dawn on me until you said exactly. that KC's yeah. on the song. Yeah. And people really don't talk about, like, when you talk about the top songs of the 90s, I feel like that's, like, never discussed yeah. all my life. And it definitely was one. It of was them. a pop smash. Yeah. yeah. Claude Kelly, who you got? Esterol Black Excellence Awards this week. That's nominee, right. nominee. I'm going to nominate Boys to Men. Yeah. Right. I tried to get Boys to Men recently. You did? Yeah. That dope. Because I, I, we we always have the debate about Boys to Men versus Jodeci. I always pick Jodeci. Which Boys to Men? The three or the four? Uh, the four, probably. But okay. but the three had some joints, too. Okay. But I just I, I heard a Water Runs Dry uh, this Ooh. morning. 
Yeah. And I was yeah. like, we're tripping, we're tripping, we're tripping, we're tripping, we're tripping, we're tripping. So I was like, yeah. And and I, I still don't understand necessarily why they're not being rewarded more, awarded and rewarded now at this point that we're looking back on the Marys and the yeah. fates and stuff. Because even if, even if they're not putting out records you care about now, they did so much, they should still be like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. In that best of... Lifetime Achievement Award, dot, dot, dot. So I heard the song and it sounded so perfect yeah. that I was like, yeah, these guys, so boys to men. Last but not least, our guest this week, Sir The Baptist. Who you got? Uh, do it, it doesn't have to be in music, right? No. No. Okay. Um, Chris Jackson. He's a basketball player. Um, he happened to be distant cousin or something like that, but that doesn't matter. He... Um, he he didn't stand up for the flag before it was cool to not. He sat and got kicked out of the NBA. And he was the best shooter we had before Steph Curry. So I feel like on sports, that would be it. Mm. Mm. Chris Jackson, okay. Yeah. He didn't make. He didn't make all all the nominations sound yeah. so immature. <laughs> no, no, I just like my tail. <laughs> I just want to nominate Lil Uzi Vert because last week I heard his song and we turned up. <laughs> he done got super like. He was like Marcus Garvey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that's just in the light of all this Jay Z and you know. Nah, nah, I'm messing with you. Counts, everything yeah. counts. Yeah. It's good. This is actually yeah. a good one. All so, right, let's vote. Let's vote. You vote. Uh, so you can you can raise your hands for whichever one you're voting for. You can vote more than one, of course. Okay. It's, the, it's the majority. But if it's a tie, then we have to vote for only one. Okay. Yeah. Let's start it off. D'Angelo. Ooh. All five up from D'Angelo. Unanimous for D'Angelo. Wow. Okay. Raphael Sadiq. Wow. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> we got two hands. Two for Raphael. Right, two. Two, two Raphael. <laughs> Jojo, Jojo Haley from the group Jodeci. I gotta give, I gotta give him that on that song. That song, yeah, is really yeah good, I'm gonna give man. him that too. Because yeah. he's also all the stuff he did for Jodeci. Damn, too. Timon. <laughs> <laughs> Timon. <laughs> boys to men. Oh, yeah, I, I gotta go, boys to men. All right. We're unanimous again on boys yeah, to men. Okay, all right, so, and then Chris Jackson. Chris, Chris Jackson. Jackson. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> oh. yeah. All right. Okay. So, so we got so, four for Chris Jackson. So, so it's tied with D'Angelo and Boyz II Men. That's actually yeah. hard. Yeah. So, so we can only vote for one this go yeah, round. You, gotta, you oh, just got to vote for one. You got to think, man. D'Angelo or Boyz II Men. Who deserves the Esther Roll Black Excellence Award? All right. No, no. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm not going to say anything. I'm not going to say right. anything. Good. D'Angelo. Show of hands. There's gonna be one because he's from Virginia. So I'm gonna. <laughs> D'Angelo's from VA. So D'Angelo, oh I, I got my hands in the air. Both hands, actually. So we'll count that as a one and a half. But so clearly the winner is Boys to Men this week. Yeah, I gotta yeah, give it yeah, to Boys yeah. to Men. Yeah. And I, you know, I have my, I've, you know, dated a few white girls before. And I can say in the white girl culture, boys to men is still like their jam to throw on before a smash. Really? Yeah. yeah. 
Throwing a little boys and men. So what are we going out with, fellas? Well, first of all, let's just thank this super genius, no, musical, man. intelligent guy who is been our, one of the best co-hosts we've had, honestly. Like, we had some really great conversations today. Yeah, my man, my man. We want to thank you. Sir the Baptist for joining the We Sound Crazy conversation on this fine day. Yeah. Thank you, sir. This, man, this you, you shared just a lot of light and just, I just love his perspective on just life and business and just... Yeah. Yeah, man, it's real. You should have your own podcast or, or come hang out with us more often. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. I'll come yeah. hang with y'all. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Anytime, anytime, honestly. Yeah. So, when we end the podcast, what we do is we just go out, we choose a song. Actually, you choose a song mm-hmm. that uh, that you just want people you want to leave people with. It, it's it's it don't have to be up tempo, it don't have to be ballads, whatever you feel. Just something that any you genre, whatever you want. I, I want to say you played it earlier. Play it for my 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 daughter. My daughter loves um. Say a little prayer for you. Mm. Yeah. By yeah. So that, that, uh, that's that a wonderful way to end. Yeah. Yeah. Till next week, y'all. Till next week. Thank you, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah.